0: And the mistake that people do is, they they want to do a million other things. But what you really should do is just focus on the one that's working and really, really explore that uh, that thing. Uh, you know, with all of all of your resources and and, and time and attention. <laughs>
1: Hey everyone, we have Larry Kim here with us and uh, I'm a big fan of Larry's work. You know, as of last year, I saw a presentation that Larry did on unicorn marketing and uh, it really impacted my life. It has impacted the way I do marketing and I especially love Larry's um, unicorn hacks. So just a background of Larry is Larry is currently the CEO of Mobile Unkey, the world's best Facebook messenger marketing platform and previously he was also the founder of WordStream, the leading provider of AdWords, Facebook, and keyword tools by used by millions of marketers worldwide. So Larry has a lot of hacks and all the things that he has achieved, is all, he's also the number eight most popular author on media. So Larry, Larry uh, pleasure speaking to you.
0: Oh, well, thank you, thank you Bob. Uh, thanks for having me. It's, it's great to be here.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, like I said, I'm a big fan of your work, uh, especially unicorn marketing. So, just to give uh, context to the people here in Asia, uh, because they're not um, too familiar with what's going on in America, um, you know, can you briefly explain what's Unicorn Marketing?
0: Sure. Um, you know, Unicorn Marketing just is based on my experience uh, uh, in of over, you know, 15 years of marketing, of growth marketing, just realizing that, you know, all of the gains that you make in marketing and in sales are related to just a very, very small few percentages of, of of the effort that you do. Usually, it's like if you think about like you know how did eBay get to be such such a big company? You know, back in the day, uh, it was it was just because they they created a lot of uh, content that ranked well on Google. So like you know all that other marketing they did was 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 pretty useless, and it was just like one little thing that they you know, they spent a little bit of time on. You know, generated all that value to to, to be able to rank on so many different keywords. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, it's typically the case that um, you know these one or two small things generates like so much of the value. And so the whole whole idea of unicorn marketing is just. Uh, uh, the, the 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 amazing ideas uh, that that really truly grow and transform your business. I call those the unicorns, and everything else that that kind of doesn't really do anything. Those are the donkeys, uh, and so we really need to be, you know. Um, good at understanding like what's a unicorn and what's a donkey uh, you know unicorns are really valuable and and, and they they are, they will help you uh, help you a great deal but uh, donkeys are useless and you should you know cut your losses and stop working on those those projects uh, the problem with marketers is that they all suffer from uh, donkey delusional syndrome uh, you know which means that they think that everything that they work on is a unicorn you know like oh I spent so much time and effort on this thing like you know, it, it's a unicorn. No, 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 no. Like I, I, I spent a lot of time blogging, but like only one of my blog posts out of every like hundred is it, it actually you know really works. E, yeah. e, you know what I mean. So so we just got to get better at identifying kind of the things that work and, and kind of uh, have a lot of different strategies and tactics on how to identify them and how to you know get more leverage out of those activities. All
1: right. Right. Yeah since I've uh, listened to you on unicorn marketing, I practically went back and looked at, you know, the blog posts or the content that, you know, got the most clicks or engagements or the most visitors organically, and just spent more money, you know, um, um, using paid advertising to get them out um, and also spending more time to create topics that are, you know, around the unicorn,
0: right? Those are, those are called unicorn babies. Yeah. So, if you have a winning idea, those are so rare, okay? uh, And so powerful that what you need to do is, you know, marketers are silly. What they do is they, when they have a very successful campaign, they look at a marketing calendar and they say, "Like, okay, what should we do next month?" And they come up with a different idea. No, 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 no. You should not. You, you should not come up with a different idea. You should just repeat the successful idea over and over and over. Uh, you know, uh, because because you found something remarkable uh, that is valuable and and, and is, is is very rare. You know. So so, like spending more money to to promote a, a very successful post is is absolutely the right thing to do because you're getting more leverage and more value from the from the content that's already proven itself to be very interesting you know uh and and you know what but what marketers do they're very silly rather than you know, just putting a little few dollars to, 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 to get more value out of their winning, uh, you know, content, for example, Uh, they would rather spend more money on producing new unproven content, which is most likely to not going to work. So, so I think that's, that's kind of, I think you've nailed it. Like that's the, the main point there.
1: Yeah. For, for me, I looked for the content with the most engagement, you know, but for yourself, how do you
0: spot a unicorn? You know, it's different for everyone. Um, so if, if, if you're producing, so this is true for all marketing channels. Okay. So it's not just blog content. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you, if you, if you do social media marketing, most of the posts will go nowhere, but once in a while you get like a post that has like a hundred comments or, or, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's not a little bit better. It's like, it's a lot better. Right. Uh, where it's like, you know, usually, uh, you know, if you tweet something and, and you get one or two retweets and then one, one day you tweet something and it gets a hundred retweets like that's the unicorn. Right. So, so you found something interesting. So what you're looking for is not, you're looking for any campaign. So whether it's social media marketing, online advertising, content marketing, like email marketing, like whatever channel you're, you're doing marketing in, um, you got to look at the history of performance. So like just say email marketing. Okay, so one of the one of the key metrics in email marketing is the open rate and the click rate for, for email marketing, right? Like you mm-hmm. want people to open the email and you want people to click on the links in the email, right? Mm-hmm. So typically, if you look at your email statistics, you'll see like the average open rate might be like 10 or 15%, you know? Uh, but if you happen to, to do one, that got forty or fifty percent open rates. Well, then that's the unicorn. Why? It's not just a little bit different. It's not like seventeen percent or twenty percent. Like that's like that's only a small difference from the average of fifteen percent. You see what I'm saying? What we're looking for is outliers that that are between two, two, three, or four or five times uh, above average. Because if something does two to five times better than average, then that wasn't a fluke. That is like, there's something very special about that campaign that people mm-hmm. that is really resonating with people. So like, you know, you, you, you said with, with social media, you were looking at like what, what campaigns have the the highest engagement. I think that's a really interesting way of doing it. Um, another thing you can do is you can look at competitor campaigns. So using tools like BuzzSumo, you can see which of their content got the most shares okay mm-hmm. so that that'll tell you that okay well we should we should copy these ideas uh, because they're, they're they're very exciting ideas you, you know what i mean or you could use tools like scm rush to figure out like what keywords are driving the most traffic to their site because like you know how it is it's a few keywords drive the most traffic to your site so like you can kind of find uh you know which which are those those few few things to to, to focus on so like it's it's a combination of analyzing your own historical performance and also copying the the data from you know com- com- competitors or partners to to see what's working in their campaigns and using that information to inform your own marketing campaigns does that make sense
1: yes 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 so you know find not unicorns not only in your channel but you can also find unicorns in competitors too but so
0: yeah, sometimes when when I talk about unicorns, people think that I'm saying like you need to find a viral hit, and that's not true. Okay, a yeah. viral hit is is very hard to find, like Gangnam Style or some some you know crazy video that goes gets billions of views. Okay, um, that's crazy. Like you'll you'll never find one of those. That's, that's very very hard. A unicorn like the interesting thing about unicorns is that no matter how terrible you are at marketing. Okay. Even mm-hmm. if you're the, you know, one of the worst marketers in the world, you still have unicorns because some of your, your marketing campaigns will have done badly and some of them will have done very, very, very badly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so as as long as you focus on the ones that did the least badly, those are the ones mm-hmm. that are actually going to, produce the most value. You, you see what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. you just like everybody has a range of, 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 performance of like some blog posts got, you know, 10 views and others got a hundred views and some got, you know, a million views. Okay. Like as long as you just find the ones that are not the worst things to focus on, uh, this, this, the strategy works, but like marketers are very silly people. They, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't like to, I think it's because they want to be original and they don't want to repeat the, um, the, the things from last week or from last month that they they and they're biased they think that their next idea is gonna be even better when in reality most of these ideas are are not very interesting so if, you know what I mean
1: yeah yeah great stuff um and uh, I think the um, all the platforms right now also reward unicorns because like you said um, all the platforms will reward the best content is the best click through rates. You know, for example, if your blog or your social media content gets a very good click through rate, the social media channels would
0: generally push them up. So So, so, that's that's exactly right. So the reason why unicorn uh, marketing works is because of algorithms. Okay. So like if you are getting traffic to your site, you're probably getting traffic to your site from Google or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or, you know, Gmail, like, like email marketing. And, and do you know what these platforms have in common? Machine learning algorithms, okay? So uh, in email marketing, okay, for example, um, you know, uh, you know 90, 99% of emails being sent uh, don't make it into the inbox. They end up in a spam folder, OK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and um, or, or like a promotions tab or like some kind of a clutter box. OK. And do you know how Google and Microsoft, you know, decides which emails to put in the clutter box and which ones to put in the, the inbox? It's uh, user engagement metrics. Mm-hmm. If a lot of people are just deleting the email and, and, and just not reading it, well, then the, the machine says like, well, that probably means that most people aren't going to be find this interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just take, I'll just take them all and dump them into, into the, 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 the spam folder. Do you see what I'm saying? But if a lot of people are like going through the spam folder and, and moving this content back into their inbox and reading it and clicking on it, if, if, if a lot of people are doing that, then the machine says like, wait a second, maybe this isn't, this isn't spam. This is very interesting content. And so then it, It learns and and says like let's let's show this to more people. Okay, so like that's just one example. Facebook on the like for example, you know what ads and what content get you know get uh, prioritized in the news feed. It's the ones that have the most uh, highest click through rates, right? And and and, or the the highest engagement rates, like comments and shares and 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 um, clicks and 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 that stuff because you know they want to surface you know there there's just so much content out there they need to focus on the 1 or 2 or 3% of content that is actually you know engaging users so the reason why i'm asking marketers to think like a computer and only focus on producing the the content that's like in the top 1 or 2 or 3% is because those are the content that's is going to be surfaced Mm -hmm. by facebook in social media that's the that's the 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 content that's going to be surfaced in email marketing uh you know it's the content that's even going to be surfaced in in in, uh, search search engines so of course search engine uh optimization it has always been about links like links to your domain but Mm -hmm. that's like that's like five years ago like the, the algorithms have changed significantly now it's about engagement rates of the content that you're that you're publishing like are people clicking on it and are they staying on that page for a very long time uh and uh those are your unicorns like if you have if you have a pay if your average time on page uh is is two minutes and you have some content that has like an average time of page of 30 minutes well that's the content that's going to do really well in a in a search engine it's like could, because Google will notice that people are clicking on that and they're staying they're not hitting the back button. you know so uh, that's your that's your time on page unicorn and you should be focusing on kind of you know cloning and, and, and re- replicating that kind of content because it, it seems to be very very successful and that's the kind of content that's going to be very successful in, 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 uh, in, in organic search for, for, for Google and other search engines.
1: Yep. Yep. And uh, I, I have to thank you because uh, I, I followed one of your unicorn hacks and it got me some very good results on Google. So, so I'll just have to tell you uh, if you Google uh, for next Academy, I wrote a blog so called skills to learn in 2019. So I wrote it in December and it's still ranking number one from December to now. So what I did was based on a unicorn hacks, I actually did Facebook ads to drive cheap traffic there. I, think, I don't know if it helped, but I, I think it helped to, drive, to find a market with cheap uh, Facebook um, costs to drive tra- a lot of traffic, a ton of traffic there. So somehow it ranked number one. And also there's a lot of SEO things that I've done. But, but I really love your unicorn hacks. So can, can you tell the, our audience some unicorn hacks when it comes to you know, content?
0: So you've, you've identified a topic skills yeah. to learn in 2019. Yeah. And, you know, that's really exciting because like everyone wants to know, you know, what are the skills they should be focusing on so that you yeah. found a really hot topic. And, and, uh, you know, it's probably generating a lot of traffic when when you do email blasting and it's probably, you know, generating a lot of traffic when you're, when you're promoting it and when you, it's probably ranking mm-hmm. on, on the SEO because it's, it's a very catchy topic. And so, you know what you should do um, <laughs> next year, yeah. when, when next year comes around, you should create a new blog post and call it skills to learn in 2020. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and just make this an annual thing. Like don't. Yeah like you, you found something that's very valuable and, 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 and mm-hmm. it's, it's like, this is a great idea. Uh, so we need to get more, like you can't keep talking about skills to learn in 2019 when it's like November and December, right? Because yeah, it's, yeah. like, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, like I don't want to, like why should I learn these things that that, I, that are old, old? So so you need to make small updates to the post and change the year and just redo that like next January. Now that's called unicorn cloning or making a unicorn baby you take mm-hmm. a successful idea and you just make a small change to it and and then replay it the, the, the same idea now uh you know hollywood knows this okay so hollywood produces these movies and when they have a successful you know movie idea they don't just say like okay we're done um you know they 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 make another movie that's like you know fast and furious 2 and fast and furious 3 and fast and furious 7 you know even the characters are dying but like they keep creating the same movies and there's the same stupid you know stories and it's it's the same you know they just redo it until it stops working so like um so you you should keep milking that idea until it stops working. And then when it stops working, that's when, when you, you'll see like, Oh, wait a minute, it's not producing great results anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the, the mistake that marketers make is they, they don't uh, really, they don't really recognize how valuable their, their unicorns are uh, and, and they fail to, um, really extract the full value of mm. the creation that they've created. Can I just give you one or two other tips here? Yeah, sure, sure. So you've, you've, you've created a, you, you've done a really good job at, um, at uh, kind of spending some, some money on Facebook ads because you found some content that is that's doing really well. Uh, and so that's, that's really good because what most people do is they just spend money on promoting content, including the content that's not doing well. Uh, you you know, they, 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 they just spend money every week on, on, uh, you know, you know, the content that does well, but also the content that doesn't do well. And can I give you an example of this? Um, a lot of companies have monthly online advertising budgets. Like it might say like, I want to spend $200 a month on ads. Okay. And, um, you have to spend that money. It's, it's like a monthly online advertising budget. If you don't spend the money, then it goes away. Okay. Uh, and I think this is, this, this is a, such a stupid idea because what it means is that I would rather promote nothing and save the money than promote garbage that, you know, if you promote content that is not interesting then those clicks are going to cost you know three four five dollars a click but if you promote content that's like really really interesting it could be like 30 40 or 50 cents a click you see what i'm saying like mm-hmm. 10, 10 or 50 times cheaper uh, and so um one idea is to be a little bit more flexible in your in your paid media spending. So instead of dictating like, oh, we have to spend $200 a month on ads, okay, what we could do is we could say for the year we have $2,400 of ad spend, okay? You can spend... It all in one month or you can spend nothing in one month just wait like we'll, we'll, we'll produce content every month and as soon as we have like a unicorn like you know like the the article that's doing so good we can spend the entire year budget on promoting that one one thing rather than uh, being forced to deploy it in, in different months where you might not have anything interesting to promote, does that make sense? Yes, yes um, so, so being flexible with you know when when to deploy the resources, because we don't know when you're going to find the unicorns. It could be tomorrow or it could be two months from now. it just it's it's hard like you we, we want everything to be a unicorn, but in reality it's like three to five percent of our campaigns really do well, and the rest is not. Very interesting. Uh, a final example of, of what to do when you um, hit hit the unicorn uh, is to repurpose the the content. So you you had a blog post of skills to learn in twenty nineteen. You absolutely should have made an infographic called Skills to Learn in twenty nineteen and and you should put that oh. on Instagram on on Instagram and put that on Twitter and social media because I guarantee you it will do well because it, it's already proven itself to do well in a blog post form so just turn it into turn it into a video you know turn it into a uh, you, you know so so the the mistake that people make in repurposing content is is the attitude that they the mentality is is to think like oh well this blog post didn't do very well on my website i wonder if i turn it into a youtube post like a youtube you know vlog or something or a podcast i wonder if it'll do well like Guys, guys, if it didn't do well on your blog, it's not gonna do well in email. It's not gonna do well in social media. It's not gonna do well in, in YouTube. You know, like it just just let it die. Okay. So what you need to do is instead, mm-hmm. uh uh when you find the winner, you have to just, just copy it in other medium, like a, do a podcast about, you know, we're um, today, my guests and I are going to talk about the 19 <laughs> skills that you, you need to learn for 2019. Uh, yeah. Or, 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 uh, uh, and, you know, what are other, other channels like, like you need to, you, you need to put this into um A a live, a a webinar, a live stream, like, like we're going to do a webinar this week, you know, about the the, the top skills that you need to learn for 2019. Like we, you just, just go all in Mm. on that unicorn idea. You have to tell all of the marketers who work for you or work with you at that, at that marketing team, you have Mm -hmm. to sound the unicorn alert. And that, what that means is that, you know, Usually, marketing teams are siloed. Uh, like there's a there's a content person, there's an advertising person, there's an events person. You see what I'm saying? Like they're they're not really working together. Um, but what what you need to do is someone who's in charge of the marketing team has to push a button and says, "Unicorn alert! We found a really really great idea." And those workers need to stop what they're doing. Like, I don't care if they have another blog post planned for tomorrow. They need to like, they need to cancel that blog post and they have to create like follow up stories. You know, they need to create, you know, videos and infographics related to the unicorn, right? Because, um, those, those other planned, articles or content campaigns they have a very very low chance of success whereas what you know somebody has found something that is already working you know so that, like you you need to prioritize the thing that's working over the thing that may or may not work okay wow. well that's 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 great
1: great advice uh, i definitely will will do it after today tomorrow i'll get to work and
0: Repurpose the content. Well, only of the the unicorn. Not of if 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 it's a donkey and it doesn't doesn't do well, then then don't bother. You're just wasting your time.
1: Yeah, yeah, amazing stuff. Yeah, it's uh, being in marketing. It's also choosing your your battles, right? Don't spend a lot of time, you know, on the donkeys because you only have a limited amount of time.
0: Yeah. In marketing, there's always more things that you can do than time and resources available. Mm-hmm. So the, the success of marketing is just a prioritization exercise. And I just think that marketers are very bad at at identifying what worked and what didn't work. And they because of the donkey delusional disorder, they don't they don't understand that they're supposed to focus more on the things that worked. They, they would rather try something new and unproven, you know? So,
1: yeah, it's, it's like being like a pop star or like a musician. The the song that hits number one, you keep playing it at
0: all your concerts, right? Just, just, just keep playing it. Like they they might, they might be embarrassed because it's like 20 years old and (laughs) like, but that's what the, that's what they want. They don't want to hear (laughs) it. they don't want to hear your new stuff that that didn't go anywhere they want to just hear that those top three songs that 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 everyone loves okay like that that's why they're buying your tickets just (laughs) just focus on the old stuff that that was proven don't don't uh don't waste time on all these new things that are you know don't don't release a new song at a concert because like you don't even know if, if people will like it or not you know so
1: yeah yeah amazing stuff Um, And and I want to talk a bit about one of your unicorn hacks that I find really interesting, but I haven't, um, got to it yet. Uh, it's like you talk about marketing to unrelated interests and you talk about some, about, you know, marketing to game of uh, people who are interested in game of thrones and, and, you know, something finding your audience and finding what they're interested in that's relate uh, sort of unrelated.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, basically, um, the key to finding a unicorn is to having is basically having a high engagement rate. Like you yeah. need to have people people to click on your stuff because remember if you have a high click through rate, then Google will love it, Facebook will love it, you know, Gmail will love it, YouTube will love it, everybody, all these algorithms will love it. But only if you have a high click through rate. And so, the question that I get a lot is like, well. I'm selling like uh, toasters or something really really boring like a you know uh, I don't know like you know paper supplies or something like it's it's really hard to get people to get so excited about um, this product because it's so boring and so I have really low click-through rates okay so that's you know a lot of companies have you know are selling garbage and that's not it's not interesting so how can you hack your way to make it so that your, um, I don't know your, your toaster is, is really interesting. Okay. And then, yeah. so, um, one idea, so like what the mistake that people make is, is it's in their targeting. So, um, maybe they, they, they target people who like to cook. Okay. Because maybe they'll need a, need a, co- a toaster. Okay. Uh, you know, that's, <laughs> you know, like that, that, that makes sense. Uh, but, um, kind of an interesting hack that I have found is that you should also target, you know, totally unrelated interests, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you, you, like you could target uh, people who, um, so the example that I was giving in, in, in that presentation was like people who like Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and also like to cook, okay? Yeah. Uh, now what, how are those related? Like the, they aren't related. Like mm-hmm. is, is someone who likes game of Thrones going to buy your product? No, it, it doesn't make any sense. But, but what you could do is you could overlap those two interests and say like, I only want to like people who are really like, they love to cook and they love game of Thrones. And then maybe creatively you could come up with some kind of an ad that spoke to them Using mm. game of Game of Thrones like language about how great your toaster is. Okay, so now it's not just one interest that is kind of pulling their attention. It's you're speaking to t- two two different interests, and and that might make them more appreciate the the, the content of your ad. Like like so so a lot of these. that's kind of a unicorn hack for doubling your or tripling your click through rate. It's, (laughs) it's to come up with unusual, uh, unusual targeting patterns to, um, to really, um, really get people like get people's attention. Okay. Can I give you one other example? Um, okay. So a friend of mine lives in, in, um, in London and she moved to London from America recently, okay? And she was targeted with a t-shirt, like an ad, okay, on Facebook and the, for, for, to buy t-shirts. And you know what the t-shirt said? Uh, it said something like this. It said, I, I live in London. I'm a Londoner, but uh, I'm always a, a, um, an Arizona girl at heart, Okay. So Arizona is a state in America. Yeah, yeah. Says I'm a. I live in London, but I'm an Arizona girl at, at heart. Like, what the heck? Like, how the heck would they come up with like a T-shirt that could 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 say that? And 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 she recently moved from Arizona, like like to to uh, to London. Okay, uh, so it it got her attention so much because it was, it was talking about like that she recently moved, uh, that she lives in London and that she was originally from Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Like three different things that are kind of pulling you, uh, in, in, in that direction. And, and so if you're wondering like, how, do, how do they, how do they target? Well, there's a demographic in, in Facebook ad, ads called recently moved. Okay. So that's one of you, 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 pick that one. Uh, there's a, there's another one that's, it's a, it's a location. It, uh like you can target by location so like people who live in london so you can overlay those two recently moved and lived in london but how do you how do you get like where that they moved from arizona america like how do you figure that out well i looked through her profile and she has all sorts of signals like her high school was located in in arizona okay and and her high school is one of the interests that you can target off of like in, in Facebook. Wow. Yeah. So like high school, university, sporting teams, like she likes like the, the, the uh, Arizona, you know, football team, you know, you know what I mean? Like, so like what the advertiser was doing was they were targeting people who live in London uh, recently moved and who like a certain, uh, university in, 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 uh, in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So using those three things, they're, the combination of all three things, they're able to produce a t-shirt ad that speaks to those unusual, unrelated, unrelated, uh, factors, which dramatically increases the, the click-through rates. Do you understand what I'm talking about here? Yes. Yes. Any
1: um before while preparing for this interview i actually gave a lot of thought about this hack and i figured out how to actually do it in facebook ads Uh, i i think you already know this but um, like if i have a lot of fans for my toaster brand what i can do is i can target everyone who might who is fans of my toaster brand if there is and i can narrow that audience to people who also like got narrow it and yeah. when you created the content, it will identify with people who, so the narrowing part is where it clicked with me. Oh, it's not putting it part of the same audience,
0: but you know, narrowing it down to so people who. Exactly. Accept. So, so the the whole hack is to, um, it's a very strange hack uh, because normally in advertising, you want to target interests like that are relevant to the product. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what I'm saying is like, sometimes you can target completely irrelevant uh, interests as a way to do segmentation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that your ads can, can speak to them, you know, like that, that, that segmentation of like people who also went to a university in, in Arizona, like that's not, that's not an interesting segment for target selling t-shirts in, in, in London. Right. But it, 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 it could be a very interesting way to segment, you know, uh, all the people who recently moved to London. You, 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 you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like there, the you, unusual, I call it an inverted unicorn because like the normal way of targeting ads is to target like relevant interests. But I've found that adding in uncorrelated, unrelated interests and then changing the copy to, to speak to, to the fact that you know something about their identity uh like something about their interests uh that that can also make a very very boring product be very very exciting now if you already if if you're selling like drones or or like really exciting products like you know you know, vacations to beautiful places. Well, then you don't need to do this. Uh, but if but if you're selling boring stuff that nobody wants to click on, uh, this is a way to make it at least you know more interesting, so that uh, so that you can get out of jail, like the the algorithm jail. Because anything that has very very low click through rates, it's it's invisible.
1: Yeah, uh, that, that's why I love your content because uh, there the most content on the internet is digital marketing <laughs> or marketing content. And, and you have managed to stand out with, you know, unicorn. When you give like your presentations, the unicorn planet. So, so how how do you come up with all these content ideas?
0: Ah, uh, you know, it's just. What I'm talking about is what I use. So Good. the reason why I use unicorns in these stupid presentations is because like one, one day, like 10 years ago, I did a presentation and like it had a bunch of stupid unicorns in it and uh, like pictures of unicorns. And it, it went crazy. Like everybody loved it. And, and uh, so I just thought like, wow, wow. Um, I only had like two pictures of unicorns in there, you know, and, and out of a hundred slide deck and, but people were tweeting about this stupid thing and they were, you know, everyone was talking about it. So I just said like, well, then I need to put more unicorns in my next presentation. And this was like over 10 years ago. Okay. Like, and that's day, like a presentation will have like, you know, 200 or 300 unicorns in the presentation. Okay. And, and I just think it's really funny because like today, mm-hmm. unicorns are very, very popular like starbucks has like a unicorn coffee and like you know uh you know uh, there's unicorn cereal and like there's just so much unicorn crap everywhere you know what i mean and i i think what's really interesting is that i kind of identified that unicorn trend like over a decade ago like like that people would be really excited about stupid you know rainbows and unicorns like i i kind of identified that you know, just randomly because I tried something, but then I noticed that a lot of people were really excited about that, uh, and so it just—it kind of proves that this works. Do, mm-hmm. do, do you see what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. I kind of like—I'm talking about unicorns in my in my presentations, but but I've been doing this for ten years, even before the before the unicorns became so popular. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so you just. You just try out a lot of things uh, and then you you kind of find the one or two that works and 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 focus there i found that this is true for not just marketing but also business and also life, uh, like um, my my last company wordstream it, I just sold it last year for one hundred and fifty million dollars, and you know Wordstream had hundreds and hundreds of features and functions uh, in that product but only one feature was like the top most used feature that everybody loved. And if it wasn't for that one feature, uh, we wouldn't have had a business. It was our AdWords grader. So it would grade the performance of your account. It would tell you what your click-through rates and quality scores and, and conversion rates were, but then it would compare you, it would compare those results against similar companies with similar budgets Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in similar industries and geographies. Okay. So that, and it would give you a grade, it would be A, B, C, D minus, like it would give you a score. Okay. So like that one thing was the thing that got used like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of times. Okay. all the other features were valuable, but well, one of them was a unicorn, and it made the company as valuable as it is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's not just about marketing; it's it's also about business and life in general. Like just one or two things, it's like that makes all the difference. Like everything else, you know, it's it's just a waste of time. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it seems simple. It seems a bit common sense,
0: but. That's what it's. It's common sense in in hindsight when you look back, and you say, "Oh yeah, well, Google, you know, they they've got a, a thousand businesses, but only one of them is interesting. It's AdWords, okay, right? Yeah. That that makes all the money, you know, and and all these other like you know, self driving cars and and Google Docs and all these other other things. They they don't they don't make money. Uh, they they all lose money. Like it's it's just, um you know, you know so, so when I found that unicorn feature, you know what I did? Mm-hmm. I in, I invested in it. Like I said, like, okay, well, this seems to be doing really, really well, okay? What could we do to make this a super unicorn? So like one thing that I did was I made it, the, the, the AdWords grader automatically regrade your account every month. So instead of just sending out one report card, you would get a monthly report card and it would it would record how you did in the past and and it would give you a trend of how you're doing today uh, and and over like forever like so you know as long as you were uh, you know subscribed to this free service, it gave you a trend of how how you're doing and how the market's doing okay so by doing that instead of sending out one report card once to, to an advertiser, I would send out one report card per advertiser per month okay and so that was so much more valuable because now now my, i could say like hey hey uh bob your your account looks like it's it's doing really badly this month okay like can we help you like like you know, like can, can you can we speak to one of our sales consultants to help you fix fix this like we can we can kind of um really be relevant and at the right time, you know. Um, and and <laughs> look, the, it's always like one or like like. Why do you think people use like I don't know like Moz software? Okay, can you guess? Because of one feature, of backlink. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I actually think it's the rank checker.
1: <laughs> rank checker. <laughs> all right, it's it's just Yeah,
0: you know, like um, but but like any any product in the world, it's. It's just one thing, and the and the mistake that people do is they they want to do a million other things. But what you really should do is just focus on the one that's working and really, really explore that uh, that thing. Uh, you know, with all of all of your resources and and, and time and attention. Um, so. So, yeah, I've really enjoyed uh, talking yeah, yeah. to you about these unicorns. Any other things you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, a quick one. Uh, and then a quick one. I, I really appreciate your time. Um, so we're nearing the end. So I really love your story, how, you know, you got to be one of the top publishers on, on Medium. And uh, I tried to grow grow my Medium blog as well. Um, so what I did was I did Twitter ads to... So I did like a blog about Gary Vaynerchuk, and then
0: I targeted yeah. Everyone on Kivanner shook fans
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of got some traction, but didn't get the the thing that I was expected. In fact, other blogs did more uh, better but but what was your story of growing your medium
0: following okay so there's a couple of things that you need to know about medium traffic yeah. uh, one of them is that the way to get lots of traffic is to get lots of claps, like those hearts like yeah. the, the claps like likes basically and um So one of the reasons why your outreach probably didn't work is because if you're just targeting people to read your content, that's not good enough. They have to also clap on, on, on the thing. Okay. So what the most successful medium authors are doing is they are collecting a mailing list of people who, who, uh, read their medium content okay mm-hmm. so like at the, at the end of the blog content there's like a little su- subscribe bu- subscribe button and then what they do the reason why that is those are your super fans those yeah. are people who 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 regularly visit medium mm-hmm. and who ha- have medium accounts you need an account to be able to heart the page if you don't have a medium account you it you, you won't work oh okay you, you need to you need to be logged in. Like you need to have a a Medium account. So like, what what these successful authors are doing is they are collecting a email list, and this email list will consist of people who are familiar with the content and mm-hmm. who have who have Medium accounts. And then by then reblasting uh, the the email like like for every new post. I mean this this is over time. Uh, if every time you do a blast. Uh, those are the people who are most likely to clap for this article because they're they're familiar with you, okay? Uh, they've heard of you before, uh, and they have a medium account, okay? So yeah. like every time you do a blast, every time you do a post, you blast the list. You'll collect a few more emails, and then you 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 do the next oh, post. You, you you blast it, you know. The bigger your list, the more claps you'll get. The more claps you get, the more visibility you get. The more visibility you get, the more subscribers you'll get. So, so it's like this really nice little virtuous virtuous cycle. So like that's that's how that, that works. You you just need to understand like the first the first thing you need to understand is how does Medium decide what articles to surface because they surface. E- uh, Content to the readership in in email digests uh, mm-hmm. and also in their in their app newsfeed. Okay, oh. so you need to understand like how does it decide which to show? And the answer is it's mostly based on claps. Okay, okay. Uh, and and uh, and then then you just need to construct a way to get people to that article who are likely to clap for that thing Uh, and and those are going to be people who are familiar with you uh, who who, uh, have medium accounts got it Got
1: it. That's what I missed out. All my advertising didn't collect emails, and uh, maybe they don't have medium account. And,
0: and, and you were targeting like just people, like, like yeah. they didn't have they didn't have a medium account. Yeah. Like uh, so, what you could do is what I, what I did is I scraped Medium for all the Twitter IDs of the most active Twitter accounts of pe- like the, the you can you can on medium you can see a user's profile yeah. and it'll it, it'll show the their twitter account yeah. okay their the twitter id and it'll tell you like how many things that they like mm. like how many things that they clap for and how many comments they they made okay so i just scraped that whole list and looked for the top 5% of most active medium, medium user, oh. users and and then i took their handles and so i target that not just people on twitter i target the five percent of of medium Medium of that custom audience Wow, of of the custom audience of people who who like comment and like medium content uh like crazy and this works on reddit and and this is like you just have to find you have to your your audience is too broad like like we we need it it needs to be the, the 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 influencers on on um on medium you know wow
1: that that's an amazing hack, and after this, I will definitely do it and last question, Larry, before we go so because we are also a coding academy, um, you have a background in engineering and you know coding so so how has you know the ability to code uh, actually helped you be you know for me you are one of the top marketers in the world so how has the technical ability not many marketers have it you know uh, helped you as a marketer
0: so that's why i i'm able to to do what i do it 's because I have a software background so mm-hmm. like all everything that we've been talking about is is actually like how to how to leverage the algorithms like mm-hmm. we we've been talking about the medium algorithm mm-hmm. you know if i if i didn't have a mathematical background well then i wouldn't have been able to figure out what are the factors that result in in in, in uh invisibility of of content you know but like yeah uh so so i basically did an analysis of like all of my content and and like because it tells you how many page views it gets okay and then and then you 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 do like regressions where you figure out like well you know is it the number of comments you know is it you know is it is it like it it was basically a, a linear relationship with the number of hearts okay um so you you I just did the same thing with like Facebook ads or, or with mm-hmm. Google Google ads or or Facebook organic posts, or you know just figuring out what the uh, what the limits are and how to and where the loopholes are because like sometimes you find these loopholes, and um, you know if if they're there, I think that you should you should use that to your advantage. You know, like like uh, we know that. Google and Facebook really, really favor high click-through rate content. So like, Mm -hmm. I think it would be silly to not take note of that and adjust our content creation strategy to provide those platforms what they're looking for. So I guess you could say it's kind of an engineering approach to marketing. And I think that's why it's, it's, uh, it's so successful, you know?
1: and it helped you build tools as well. You know, you mentioned scraping medium. Not every marketer yeah. can do that. You, know, you have to have like a
0: engineering background. <laughs> or, bo- or bots <laughs> yeah. or like uh, other. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so like, can I tell you a little bit about my, my new venture? Yeah, sure, sure, definitely. Um, so I'm working at a new company. Uh, it's called mobile monkey. It's yeah. the world's fastest growing and best Facebook messenger marketing platform. Yeah. So I, I think Facebook is pretty popular in Malaysia or then and in, and in, 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 in Asia. So like, um, you know, like I, I know that most companies, they, they spend a lot of time, you know, posting things to their groups and to their Facebook walls and Instagram. But there's another channel that I think that you should be looking into and that's messaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like you can, you can send out, you know, direct messages to your Facebook Messenger subscribers, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and 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 this is really great because it's like it's way better than email because email has like you know ten percent open rates, but uh, Messenger has like eighty percent open rates. And so you know you know me, I like to focus on where the where the engagement is. Uh, and so this is a really interesting, you know valuable market growth marketing channel like the the mistake that marketers do is they uh when it comes to marketing is they fall in love with a channel so like they say like oh let's do facebook organic marketing okay let's like posting to a facebook wall well you know these days it's like that's a very hard like you know you, you it's, it's not it's not producing as much as it did you know even just a year ago or two years ago, um, you know. So, so uh, you know, this is an exciting new channel messaging uh, where you can um, actually do broadcast messages or ads mm-hmm. directly into into people's messaging, um, you know, interfaces. And mm-hmm. um, you know, you can give it a try. It's a free product. Mobilemonkey.com. Just mm-hmm. Google Mobile Monkey, like one word like mobile monkey one word and and, um, uh, we have tools for doing chat marketing as well as tools for obtaining like growing your subscriber list so Mm -hmm. so to to have like a you know hundreds of thousands of subscribers that you can message and and, um, uh, it's called chatbot marketing and and, um, you know give that a try
1: all right yeah I've uh, run some uh, chatbot campaigns myself and it's definitely the best way to go here especially it's still new here in Asia and definitely, you stand out against the competition.
0: I hope you were using Mobile Monkey. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Sure. So yeah, thanks, Larry. Thanks for um, your valuable time. Um, I hope you can do this again, and uh, definitely love talking to you. And uh,
0: one hour has passed in such a quick time. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much. Have a great day. And um, yeah, thanks for for tuning in. Have a good day.